Why, hello there. My name is Kenji Dick. And I'm Claudia Duick. And this is Wittenberg Radio. It is episode 109, and this is a very special Christmas edition of the show. We're very happy to announce we have a lovely guest host with us here today, and his name is Miles Thiessen. Miles, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Well, how, how, how are you feeling? Uh, well, at the time of recording this, you know, we're getting ready for our, our exams. How are you feeling about that? I am going to start studying right after this. Okay, so, oh, that's, that's my... a smart idea. I should probably do the same. Yeah, I'm yeah. giving myself today. Probably yet. procrastinates until <sighs> classic, classic move. The the, the blood the, the blood of every CMU student here is filled with procrastination. So today we're going to be talking about a little bit about Christmas, about Christmas carols, and then we're finally going to end off the episode with a few music picks for you to listen to over the Christmas break in preparation for the brand new year. So Claudia. Why don't you talk about Christmas carols? I'll be happy to do that, Kenji. <clears throat> uh, the history of Christmas carols takes us back thousands of years ago in Europe. Um, it was common for people to sing carols all throughout the year, uh, but they weren't Christian. Normally they were pagan songs uh, sung around solstice times of the year. So the winter solstice is when the first carols were sung. Uh, and the word carol actually means, this is kind of cool, to dance to something uh yeah so the winter solstice as you all know because you're all smart university students is the shortest day of the year uh usually taking place around december 22nd um and the word carol as i said means to dance or a song of praise and joy and if you've gone to like a carol sing-along before and are one of the people that likes christmas carols i'm sure you can identify with this sense of joy (laughs) that happens when people sing carols all together um, yeah, so they were sung all year long, but only the tradition of saying them at Christmas uh, has really survived. And then enter, you know, Christmas celebrations, and Christians start singing these songs, and they're like, hey, pagan songs, we should make them Christian, because that would be fun. Uh, and so in, like, 129... Um, common era (laughs) a roman bishop said that a song called angels hymn should be sung at a christmas service in rome uh and so that kind of sparked the writing of many christmas songs and carols and many of them we still sing today some early ones include like i saw three ships come sailing in that one's from like the middle ages uh all the way up to like nowadays we we still sing songs uh from that time and people are still writing songs as we can hear on the radio if you turn on any station at this time of year, which kind of sucks, but is also cool. So there's been a long tradition of of Christmas carols around this time, and whether you like them or not, they do bring many people much joy. Yeah. Wow. Is that a good synopsis for you? That's fascinating that Uh, they weren't originally Christian. Right. Because I would have assumed that they were designed specifically for Christians by Christians. Yeah. No, same here, actually. Not that way, nope. Yes, so I hope that that's somewhat interesting. Uh, I think with that in mind, we can broaden our understanding of what carols mean to us and what they mean for human history. Mm. So I've got this pet peeve where it's like, you know, Halloween just ended. It's November 1st. You go to buy groceries and you hear like, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus over the intercom. And you are just repulsed by the whole culture and you see the switch over in stores and it's like 
I don't know, everything was all, like, everyone was drinking their pumpkin spice last yesterday, and now it's, like, peppermint mochas, and there's Santa Claus shit everywhere. And so I just get really pissed because I'm like, this is so far away. It's not even close to Christmas. Like, this is two months away. And I think that we have loved Christmas to the point that we now all must hate it uh, from a commercial view because it's just been so overdone and all these, like, horrible songs have been played for 24 hours every day for, like, two months to the point where we can't even enjoy them and I feel like they're ruined. Um... And so I strictly don't play Christmas songs until like halfway through December because otherwise you just get sick of them, right? Just the night before for me. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So people are even less excited than I am sometimes. And so uh, I'm wondering if if you guys like this extensive preamble to Christmas or if you think that it should be shortened and maybe the quality of Christmas you know, paraphernalia and propaganda should be maybe toned down. I don't know. I'm just proposing this as maybe a discussion. What do you guys think? I think that we should definitely shorten how much we love Christmas or like, I don't know in a way because like you said, exactly like December 1st, people are like getting all this stuff ready. There's Christmas music on the radio. Trees are up. Mm -hmm. Everything's ready to go. But then... I just think the quality of the stuff we produce like around the Christmas holiday or the stuff we produce for the Christmas holiday has just gone down Mm -hmm. and especially for like music Mm because you just hear like the same um, basic um, production on like songs and then it just you just don't feel like the sort of soul of the music that you Mm want to feel on Christmas time like you want to be stoked and happy but then all of a sudden you just hear some Mariah Carey for like the 500th right. time yeah. and you just get pissed off and you just get angry. and then you just hate the whole holiday mm. and that's not joyous <laughs> or worth dancing to exactly so <laughs> what are we doing what the heck what the heck <laughs> well one thing that uh that's particularly interesting to me is that I think uh I think Canada especially can have a lot more Christmas like like fatigue because Whereas, like, in the United States, right after Halloween, they have Thanksgiving to look forward to. We've already had our Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. And so because of that, like, I think it's especially noticeable when you walk into retail stores that, like, in Canada anyways, that you immediately see, like, Christmas hype. Like, yeah. I call it, I like calling it Christmas hype. Because, like, essentially it's just, like, hyping up towards the day being like, oh, yeah, bye, bye, bye. And, yeah. like, get excited. This is the time to, like, you know, be happy towards. Um, Indulge your consumer lifestyle. Yeah. And, like, it's... It's just interesting because I mean, like, it's not to say that like the the states doesn't have that culture either. They 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 definitely do have that culture when they're hyping up like Thanksgiving yeah. even, right, or like any holiday. It's just like I think we especially just have a longer Christmas hype period mm-hmm. for us yeah. personally. I think that's what makes us more susceptible. Well, not susceptible, just more fatigued and irritated maybe with like that kind of Christmas culture. Yeah. Then now, like for me personally though, it's like I don't go to enough retail stores for me to like feel it all the time personally because i feel like i'm just like always focused and like stressed out actually about you know just like school work or just work um and so like i don't really like notice it like half the time like most of the time but like i can sometimes on those few rare visits to, like costco or whatever like i can already see the christmas trees by, like november 4th and i'm like mm-hmm. hmm it's a little early but i suppose you know we can't really glorify remembrance day in the same way so you know it make maybe it makes sense that these places would want to go in that kind of direction right um so i don't know it, it it's interesting for sure 
Well, have any have any problems yourself, Claudia? Here, psychologists have found, according to um, what is this? NBCNews.com. Wow, credible sources all the way. Psychologists <laughs> have found that playing Christmas music too early in the year can wreak havoc on one's mental health, particularly particularly if they're constantly exposed to it, as those in certain retail environments may be. There you go. That's exactly what, so giving some credibility to what Miles just said. There's extensive neurophysi- oh my goodness, neurophysiological reasoning as to why these carols have such a profound effect on us. Uh, yeah. So there's a, there's a real thing to it. But I'm sure that there are people out there who love Christmas oh, songs. Oh, I know a lot. Right? And yeah. who look forward to this season all year long and wish that it would just go on forever. It's like they play Christmas music on, like, November 1st. They're right. ready for it. They're ready. Yeah. First snowfall. And then who are we to be like, you guys don't know what's good. And like, yeah, we're just bashing them. And then what if that's like one of the few things they have to look forward to and we're just like ripping that out from under them? I don't know. Well, it's like, what do you call it? Like Christmas is like really that like hopeful season. And especially I think from like the student perspective, it's like after, you know, like going through like a grueling like exam period and like, you know, like a really high, like stressfully stressful anxiety inducing like period. Mm Like, nothing can be more relieving than just being like, oh, like, everything is, like, I don't have no schoolwork anymore. I get to, just, like, sit back. I might get a gift or two, but I just get, I'm just, like, relieved by the fact that, like, I'm surrounded by family. And, like, the good people and good vibes and, like, red and green, right? Right. And so just, like, I think, like, so I think that's why, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's just, like, like that one break I think a lot of people, like, tend to look forward to. Like, I find myself, especially in the past couple of years of, like, going to university, like, looking more and more forward to Christmas than ever before because just the anxiety that like piles on during the exam season is just like insane mm-hmm. so just like like i'm just like so ready to like just <laughs> just sit back and like drink my hot chocolate and just like just relax so yeah the Baileys. and yeah maybe listen to some christmas tunes as well yeah we get, we get, some, get some get some Baileys in there we, we condemn alcohol <laughs> right. None of the views stated on Wittenberg Radio reflect the what's our what's our tag at the end? Yeah. <laughs> reflect the reflect the values of the CMU institution. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Keep that in mind. As you so sorry. No. No. See, I love alcohol. That does not necessarily represent the views <laughs> of the CMU Student Council. Alcohol's so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> don't know what to say i i would agree personally <laughs> i think i think a lot of people here can agree with that <laughs> i think we should have some more diversity on this show i feel like we have pretty one-sided <laughs> discussions <laughs> that are that cut our audience in like half <laughs> christmas music sucks and alcohol is great so that's what we've decided. here's a proposition does the quality of christmas music increase when you have alcohol when you're wow, that's a great you know question. well is it yes. more bearable if 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 you're a little bit you know tipsy? yes yes yeah, no, absolutely yes because you you're in a lighter less tense. sorry I'm, yeah I'm, I'm cutting you off no so yeah good. yeah exactly you're in a less tense mind state <laughs> and yeah. you just kind of like get into the feeling of everything around you so like example this weekend I was at a party and everyone started singing Christmas music right. and I, I usually just really hate Christmas sure. music. But I got into it and I was singing, yeah. going for those harmonies. Yeah, <laughs> because because it's unifying. Exactly. And I have something here that says that. So like we place a lot of I think valid weight on oral traditions and continuing that. And uh, the thought that that Christmas carols are something that everyone at least knows, like some of them. Like 
everyone i i hope would know like the first verse to silent night like that's pretty i don't know if that's a fair assumption but most people have a sense of camaraderie or or unified by these songs and and that is a form of like passing down an oral tradition these songs that are that are contributing to like who we are i don't know maybe that's too much weight yeah no i think that speaks true because even though like like you see that all the time happen over and over again in like churches sections like the singing unifies people and so for the christmas season singing of the carols is what's unifying right so so in other words alcohol brings people together yes is both as homer simpson put it is both the best and the worst thing in the world (laughs) so you know (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna cut that out All right, well, after talking about some awesome carols, we're going to talk about some of our uh, favorite songs around Christmas. Uh, We're going to go around and we're going to share some of our favorite music picks for us to share with you and hopefully for you guys to listen to over the Christmas break. So we're going to start off with Miles. Miles, what is uh, your first music pick? My first music pick is a Paul Simon Christmas song, and it's called Getting Ready for Christmas Day. It's... (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I I was actually very surprised when I was looking around for Christmas music, that Paul Simon had a Christmas song, and it's actually really good. It's kind of, I actually don't know what year it's from, but it kind of sounds like from his uh, um, Graceland huh. days. So it's like, Whoa. yeah, good, good era. So it's kind of like got some weird guitar effects where he like tones, where he like puts the volume of the guitar down on the offbeat or something. So he's like constantly just working this like uh-huh. dial of the guitar or like the volume on the guitar so it's kind of weird it makes a weird effect but it's nice. pretty funny Paul Simon is so good so alright let's give it a listen yeah let's give it a listen
I heard on a late night while I was sitting in my car, it was snowing peacefully. It was like a perfect Christmas like evening. And I was kind of sick of all the normal Christmas songs. And then I was listening to CBC radio and they introed this song and, uh, and I listened to it and I was like, this is really funny and this is really awesome. And it struck a chord because I have often wished for musical instruments for Christmas. I got a, a glockenspiel one year and uh and it was like yeah I got a ukulele no I bought my ukulele well I got a glockenspiel one time for Christmas so I'm into like the music gifts for Christmas and so I felt like this song kind of resonated with my life and my wanting maybe a banjo at some point so this song is by David Miles and it's called Santa Never Brings Me a Banjo (laughs) and if you're into it you can go look at the music video because it's pretty darn cute so uh you enjoy this one Santa never brings me a banjo And I can never understand why Every Christmas Eve I see it in my dreams But every Christmas morning I cry Cause Santa never brings me a banjo And I can never understand why Every Christmas Eve I see it in my dreams But every Christmas morning I cry brother got the train that he asked for my sister even got a violin how did he miss the one thing on my list in the letter that i sent to him i told him how hard i would practice told him i would play so loud that high lonesome sound would fill up the town and i'd make my parents so proud but santa never brings me a banjo and i can never understand why Every Christmas Eve I see it in my dreams But every Christmas morning I cry Cause Santa never brings me a banjo 
And I can never understand why Every Christmas Eve I see it in my dreams But every Christmas morning I cry I ask my parents if they know why Santa always leaves me sad I do well in school and I follow the rules And I don't think I've been bad But maybe it's too hard for the workshop Maybe it's too tricky for the hills Since I'll never understand I think I'm gonna plan to buy one for myself Cause Santa never brings me a banjo And I can never understand why Every Christmas Eve I see it in my dreams But every Christmas morning I cry Cause Santa never brings me a banjo I can never understand why Every Christmas Eve I see it in my dreams But every Christmas morning I cry Every Christmas Eve I see it in my dreams But every Christmas morning I cry So last year, there's this viral YouTube video that came out of Pharrell Williams uh, basically being blown out of the water by listening to this uh, young artist named Maggie Rogers uh, during this master class in uh, New York uh, in, in a school in New York. Uh, this clip is uh, quite popular and it uh, created a lot of demand for this person's music to be released. And this music is from this artist named uh, Maggie Rogers. And this piece is the one that Pharrell Williams was absolutely floored by and uh, where he said, quote, I have no notes for that. Now, this song is not entirely related to Christmas, but, you know, I think it has some relation to it. For one, it's about Alaska, and Alaska is full of snow, and snow is winter, and uh, we normally associate winter with <laughs> Christmas. Uh, but also in relation to what we were talking about earlier in regards to carols, uh, this song is also about how hiking and dancing are also really similar. And considering that carols was originally always about dancing and bringing joy within people and bringing people together, this song does a great job of doing that. There's uh, lovely vocals in this. Uh, it just is just an overall really good feeling kind of piece to it. And I totally agree with Pharrell Williams when I say I have no notes for it. And maybe the reason why I have no notes for it is because I know nothing about music. But <laughs> hey. It sounded great. So let's listen to Maggie Rogers' Alaska. I was walking through icy streams that took my breath away. Moving slowly through westward water over glacial plains. Walked off you and I walked off and owned me. Oh, me, oh, my. I thought it was a dream, so it seemed.
My second choice is a Marvin Gaye song called Ooh. I Want to Come Home for Christmas. And I just think it's got some really nice, soulful um, honesty to it. And I just really like Marvin Gaye. So it's an incredible song. It's got some cute little chimes. It's really good. <laughs> Wowie. All right, let's give that a listen. Yeah. 
Alright, so for our final music pick, uh, I'm going to be choosing Wake Up by Arcade Fire. Again, another song that doesn't have a lot to do with Christmas, but believe me, there's a story behind this one. So uh, every year, for uh, since I can remember, me and my family have been going to Edmonton to visit up, up with family. And uh, it's normally a pretty long drive, uh, roughly around... 10 hours or so as far as I remember um, and so because of that we have a lot of time to burn and one way we normally burn time is listening to music now we didn't really have a lot of music but my dad was a huge fan of Arcade Fire and he basically had all their albums and so we just actually played literally the first three albums of Arcade Fire over and over and over again and believe it or not we never got sick of it um, so at one point me and my sister practically memorized all the parts of pretty much every Arcade Fire song. So uh, I was just like humming along the bass parts. My sister might be doing a bit of the percussion uh, and we just totally dug it. And for that reason, we've always constantly associated it with Christmas. Because also while driving to Edmonton, keep in mind that it feels like we're going to Disneyland, uh, especially from a kid's perspective. Because in Edmonton, there's good food, there's family, and loads of gifts. Um, and so that kind of feeling of anticipation and that feeling of happiness uh, really, uh, you know, really was felt during our road trip there and Arcade Fire just added to that and for that reason that's why it reminds me of Christmas music even though the lyrics probably have very little to nothing to do with Christmas. So the one song that we uh, constantly sang over and over again because it's such a killer song is their classic song Wake Up from the 2000 2004 album Funeral? I think it's 2004. Uh, their album Funeral. This is a pretty uh, well-known song probably the most well-known song by Arcade Fire damn it's just so awesome to sing to even if you can't reach those high notes so let us listen to wake up
listening, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas and a good time listening to some Christmas songs. Uh, thanks to Miles for joining us. And here's an interesting piece of information. Miles has a... Wait, wait Miles, do you want to tell us what you have th- to share with everyone? <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> what did you say it was? Spotify. What? Miles has Spotify, guys. What? What? <laughs> I don't even have Spotify. Every- oh. <laughs> everyone follow me on Spotify. Miles Teeson. I made a dope Christmas playlist, and I have other dope playlists. Yeah, check out Miles' playlist. I I definitely will. I think you all should, too. Um, yeah, have a good night, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm Kenji Dick. And I'm Claudia Duick. And I'm Miles Teeson. And we'll see you next year. Radio is a production of CMU Student Council. The views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests are not necessarily those of CMU Student Council.